Hey everybody, it's Charlie Epstein here at Business in Booths. This is the launch of our Business in Booth segment. And I'm sitting here with a dear friend of mine, Bill Collins, owner, proprietor, uh, chef extraordinaire of Center Square Grill, what I would call the Cheers of East Long Meadow. You know, those of you who know the old TV show Cheers, it was a place everybody wanted to go to. And I can tell you whether it's a Monday night, whether it's a Thursday night, whether it's a Saturday night, Center Square Grill is always booming. And I really wanted to find out what what is this that makes Center Square a place that everybody wants to go? Sure. Because it's you, man. Well, it's, it's you. First of all, I want that intro anytime I walk into any room anywhere. That was like the best intro anybody could get. So thank you. Good. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. So so let's let's go back, though, before we get into what makes this place just a place where everybody wants to go. I really want to go back in time and just tell us a little bit about where did it all start? Where are you from originally? Sure, sure. So I'm, I'm from Long Island originally, and uh, my family owned a hotel on Long Island. And so I grew up kind of cutting my teeth in the business, being yelled at by my dad and grandfather. And, and uh, you know, I just fell in love with the business. And I realized about 18 that for me, it wasn't going to be a life sentence of working for the family. Uh, I needed to go out and learn more. Uh, I wanted to learn more. And so, believe it or not, I went with a corporate chain called Applebee's. And uh, Really? I didn't know that. Ap Applebee's for me was college. And, uh, you know, I felt like I did the high school version of the restaurant business. But going into Applebee's, I learned the whole number side of things. And so... Anybody in my business, it's imperative to not only be a good chef, not only be a good host, but you actually have to be smart to make sure, like, yeah. you know, there's I mean, money left over at the end of the month. You know, I said entrepreneur extraordinary. Yeah. Right. And yeah. Uh, and so, you know, I, I was with them for a while. I was the youngest uh, manager with that company in the country. Was that on Long Island or did you travel? So yeah. I traveled. That's how I came to Massachusetts. Ah. And so they transferred me up to the Hadley store. And then I worked in the Worcester store and the Westfield store and uh, and. After you know it had run its course, I decided to to take a break from that, and my dad had passed away, and I said, you know, let me just wait tables for a summer. That's how I met Claudio, my mentor in the business, and uh, so I worked with him at Spoleto. And fast forward 16 years, we opened seven locations, had 300 employees, and so you were with him the whole time with all the stores. At, well, not from his beginning, right. but uh, but when I met him, he had three. Right. But together, we had opened a total of seven, including relaunches and rebrands and stuff. So, yeah. yeah, it was great. It was great experience. So, what year was it that you finally ended up down here? Because this was Spoleto's. This was originally correct, right? correct. Yeah. And so, I bought this. So I was negotiating in the end of the year 2013, and I took the keys March of 2014. And so, uh, so we just hit our five-year mark, which, uh, wow. which for me, it's like you know, every year in this business, you're you're thinking like, oh my God, I made it past year one. Well, I made it past year two. You know what they say right. about year three? If I make it, you know. <laughs> yeah. And so now we're hitting year five, and I'm like, oh God, I'm breathing a little bit easier, and yeah. not taking it less serious, but able. To maybe focus now on what's next. Yeah, well, let's all right. Well, let's back up a little bit because I'm always interested in influences. So, you mentioned your grandfather and your father and Claudio. Who, so, who were the people that influenced you most in terms of this, you know, road that you've been traveling? Sure. Well, 
you know, in the hotel business, it's all about hospitality, right? And welcoming the guests the right way, uh, making sure they have what they need. And where my family's hotel was, it was a very casual environment, but that didn't mean I didn't learn a lot about service there. And my family had some great managers that worked for the company. And so for me to kind of spend time with them and, and at such a young age, it just kind of ingrained the service part of the business into my, uh, into my blood. And then, uh, Claudio was my mentor, though. Mm. Claudio was the guy that had passion for food and wine and and had passion to to share that with people. Yeah. And and for me, you know, I, by the time I was 25, I tried wines that I would never have been able to try if I was, you know, shopping on my own money. You know right, what I mean? Right. He, he would have me up to the house to talk about what was next and what we were going to do. And we'd be drinking a, you know, a bottle of 1990, you know, Opus One. I'm like, where is that? 19, yeah, 1990. I'm like, I was in middle school. You know, it's <laughs> like. <laughs> and so here I am drinking this great stuff. And, and it gave wow. me the fire in the belly to say, hey. This is the business yeah, I want to be Because you are in. passionate about wines. I love it. You and I have had some Absolutely. great conversations about wines. And some great, great wines together. Forget Ooh, about the conversation. Yeah, yeah. So what do you love most about this? I mean, because to me, the restaurant business, I, I mean, I watch you. Because we are here almost every night, Lori. You're here right? a lot. Yeah, right? <laughs> and don't I'm, look at I the just, receipts. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, don't I get a little kickback now? And I, 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 I like, I mean, I don't tell you this, but I'm always like, He's not on. He's just Bill, you know, and it takes a lot of energy. And and you've set this bar, this, you know, the kind of expectation. So what is it that just naturally infuses you with the joy that you have for for the, for this work? Because it's tough. It is. It, you have to love it. And, right. you, you know, you have to love people. I'm, I'm a social guy. Uh, yeah. If I wasn't. If I didn't own this, I'd be at this spending my money somewhere, right? Yeah. You'd be and, at the and, casino at yeah. MGM. I don't know about that, but yeah. I, I, I would be at a place that felt like this because this is the environment I want to be in, right? And and for me, you know, to sit back and know that, you know, I know what's under this sheetrock. I hung a lot of this sheetrock right. to know that I, I put things in certain places for a reason. And at the end of the night, when I sit back in a corner, maybe having a little splash of wine and I see somebody in a booth and they're laughing and having the time of their life or celebrating a birthday or an anniversary, I sit back and I'm like, I created this space for them yeah. and they like it and they bought into oh, it. They love it. They love it. Right? right. And, and for me, that's what's in it for me. Yeah. You know, that that's what keeps me going. That's what keeps my fire going because, you know, it's not about, hey, serve as many meals as you can, be a one-hit wonder. When I see you five nights in a week and I have a relationship with you, that's what's in it for me. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I cherish that I mean, stuff. You, you just have so many relationships. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, 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 like it's really there, special. There are some nights I get home and I'm like, oh, man, I've been talking for like a month, you know. But, <laughs> right. but, but uh, you know, it's, it's what I love. I know. So, well, you just said it. What do you love most? So... What is it you love most? Is it the cooking? Is it the people? Is it the wines? Is it all of it? Is the ambiance, the creating an atmosphere? Yeah. The fact that people just keep coming back, the energy. It's It certainly is a little bit of all those things. You know, I think being somebody who 
you know, maybe in the 50s, they didn't know what the term ADHD meant. But maybe being somebody now that knows what the term ADHD means, you know, for me, for me, I'm like, I, I like that. You know what? In the morning, I got to do my bookkeeping and my attention's on that. And I got to make sure that the bills are paid. And by, you know, 1045, I'm working on lunch specials. And by 12 o'clock, I'm saying hi to clients and guests and taking catering orders. And then by two o'clock, I run home and I see my kids and then I'm back here. Maybe right. I hit the gym and then I'm back for dinner. And, and, and so there's always something changing. And, and, you know, there's some things that come up that aren't fun to deal with, but there are a lot of things where it's like, Hey, this is new. This is new. This is new. And it keeps it exciting. Right. And so I, I love being on the edge of my seat every day. So what do you hate about this work? What do you, you know what? We just talked about me, uh, you know, being fun and connecting. I wouldn't say I hate much about this business, but what I dislike the most is when I have somebody who comes in that I work really hard to, to turn them around because we're just talking about one meal, right? right? And they're just mad at something and I can't get through to them. It doesn't matter what I do. It, it, that's always the biggest bummer for me because I feel like I'm pretty good at getting through to most people, even if you know we're not perfect. Not every experience goes exactly the way I hope it goes, right? right. And so, right. but I think I'm pretty good at normally breaking through and, and having it end on a really high note. So I almost hate and <laughs> when I can't succeed right, at right. that with, with a random customer here and there. And so that's, that's kind of the biggest blow to me in this business. There's not much I hate though. I mean, it's, it's a fun industry. Yeah. So yeah. I want to talk a little bit about, cause you just said, you know, creating these experiences because you do these special dinners, you do these events. Where, where do your ideas come from? I mean, where, where's the creativity sure. spark? Well, for me, when I'm not in this restaurant and I'm not with my kids, I'm eating out or traveling and, you know, I, I can't stay in these four walls and sell a, a menu of maybe, you know, 50 items or whatever that in some areas I need to play it safe. Like, you know, there's always going to be Caesar salad with salmon and stuff like that. But, you know, after dining Glory, thanks, you. and uh, I'm happy to sell it a million more times, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But, <clears throat> but maybe not a million. I wouldn't mind a million. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I'm, ha you know, I need, I have some creative energy in me that wants to try to tackle a dish from the French Laundry, right. that wants to try and tackle a dish from Aubert's du Soleil, and and I'm, I'm or never serve 145 proof whiskey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, I I want to, I love creating those experiences, yeah. and. I love having those experiences for me and being able to take an experience that moved me in the moment and give that maybe to 10 friends or 15 friends in a night. That's, that's what keeps doing the normal day to day exciting for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's awesome. So are there influences you draw on, you know, from, you mentioned travel, but is there like reading or research sure. or, you know, sure. where do, where do those eclectic ideas spark from? Well, today, I mean, we're, we're so blessed to, to have the internet and YouTube. I mean, you know, I can sign on and, and look at, you know, 10 amazing chefs make a dish, you know, like this. And so your fingers kind of go towards everything uh, on the internet. But for me, there's a couple of books that, that I go to all the time for seasonal menu changes. Mm. Uh, one of my favorites is the Gramercy Tavern. Um, oh yeah. New uh, York. Oh yeah. my God. And, and they, their food is place. so fresh and approachable. Yeah. And so for me, what I normally do is I sit down and, you know, I say, okay, it's time to change a menu. 
I know right away if it's the day for me because it, you know I go through these spurts of when my pen hits the paper, I'm like, I'm writing the whole menu in the moment mm. or I'm like, no, I can't do this today. Right. Because- Muse on, muse off. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And, yeah. but I always go for inspiration to like um, the Gramercy Tavern book. It might be, you know, with the Me Too movement, not a great thing to say, but Mario Batali has been a big influence for me. His, uh, his Babo cookbook, one of my favorites. Mm. Um, you know, I just feel like that food was so fresh and and delicious and unique. Um, I mentioned French Laundry. I don't do a lot of that outside of like you know getting some inspiration for dinners and desserts. But right. um, I, I definitely hit hit the books, and you know, I'll know if that on switch is is on and ready for me to to write a new menu. All right, but, but so let's pull the curtain back because okay, you come up with this idea and you're like you're turned on, you're inspirational, and now you got to bring it to the the chefs that you have and the people that you have. I mean, how, how do you then translate that enthusiasm and excitement? Because in my mind, I'm thinking, God, if things are changing for some people, that's really tough. Sure. So how do you translate it from one person to 90 people? Yeah. Is the same way that I translate it through my advertising, okay? I don't spend big money on newspaper art ads. I don't spend don't big money to. on radio. It's not about need. I, I advertise a lot. I spend a lot of money on advertising, right. but I don't do it the traditional way. I do it through feeding people. And so for me, I have my rewards program, right? Where, yeah. you know, I'd rather give the advertising dollars. <laughs> <That's my laughs> you, you better. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I look I at it. I haven't cashed in. I think I have $10,000 worth of Just so you know, you're never going to be able to buy the restaurant with rewards <laughs> points, okay? It's never going to go down like that. Damn it. We talked about that. <laughs> uh, but but for, for me, translating it to the 90 people is the same way that I get people enthusiastic about this restaurant. I feed them. You know, right. and so so I take the time and make that dish and 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 garnish it and plate it the way that I want it to go, like like a dish that's popping out to me right now that I did a couple of years ago. I was at the gym with my buddy Jeff, and he was talking to me, and I looked at him and I said, "Sorry, I, I didn't get anything you just said because I just had a menu item in my head, and I just like." You I just, I just created a dish, and I'm sorry you were talking to me. Why you're on the treadmill? Right? No, I, I was, oh, I was doing lifting? like squats, you oh, know, okay. and and, yeah, uh, yeah. and and for me, and so we had a laugh about it. But then I told him the dish. He's like, "Dude, I'll be in a five to have that." Yeah. And so, so I, I I went back, and and so what I did was um, I had these great clams in, and I just kind of like poached them, and I made a deconstructed clam chowder. So I had these potatoes that I confit. I got them all crispy, and I had uh, cooked onions, carrots, uh, celery. And I had everything staged in the bowl. stop filming? I need to right. go eat this right now, okay? Let's just get it on the table. It, it, and it was when so did you fun. Do this? Where was I? This is a couple of years ago. And so it, it was on for like two nights, and then I never did it again. You know, But it was it was a blast, and people loved it. All right, it's time to do it again. Deconstructed, Deconstructed. Clam, clam chowder. Right, right. Mm, and so my, my servers brought chowder. the bowl over to the table, and they poured then the, the clam broth over the oh. top. And so it was piping hot, and so you had this beautiful clam chowder almost like prepared in front of you. And, and it was a... It was a neat dish, you know, and so yeah. it's the kind of things that we like to do. And and so I I make that and then I do pre-meal meetings with the staff and uh, we do a pre-meal in the kitchen with all the cooks. And and that's that's how we that's how we translate it. And we, we get them to eat it. Right. Taste it. Fall in love with it. Yeah. It's the only way they can sell. Exactly. You know? So let's talk about the staff, because you've got some people that have been here 
sure. for a good period of time, yeah. which is really hard to do in this business. Mm -hmm. So how do you, how do you, you know, retain and, you know, create that spirit where, you know, you've got some real great lieutenants and commanders sure. and people that, cause you need that so you can go off, right? And yeah. do what you got to do and have the confidence that the ship is being. It all starts with being a good person, you yeah. know? I mean, I, you, you, being a good leader is being a good person. It's right. it's not it's not being there yelling at people, making them feel less than you. It's about encouraging. That's kind of the history of a lot of restaurants. Oh my right? god! Yeah. Well, right. well I mean, that... look at Gordon Ramsay. It's right. like Screaming. yeah, it's just. <laughs> but it's so like I'm I'm more. If you think of like restaurant leaders, there's the Gordon Ramsays and the Eric Repairs, right? And the Eric Repairs are the that's the direction I go. And, and, you know, I'm going to get more out of somebody through encouragement, enlightenment, teaching, mm -hmm. spending time, spending extra time with people who need it. Um, right. and, uh, you know, I feel truly that, that I'm going to get more out of that staff that way. And then on top of it, how would I want to be treated? That's, that's how I think. Would I want to have a Christmas party? Would I want a Christmas bonus? Goes back to that hospitality thing Absolutely. you learned on Long Island with the family business, right? Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't lose that on your staff. Don't lose that on your employees. Right. It, ha, you know, happy employees represent you in a way that unhappy employees, like, like unhappy employees kill your business. Right. Happy, energized employees propel you yeah, to I the mean, next When level. I walk in the door here, I get greeted by at least a half a dozen of your servant staff. I'm like, okay, stop, enough. You yeah. great, right? I mean, it's and great. That's a, and that's a Danny Meyer thing. Yeah. At the oh, union. Danny Meyer's, yeah. You know, union Square. E yeah, e even the busboys, as they walk book. down the hallway, they look up and they say, good evening, sir, how are you? Yeah. That's hospitality. Yeah. You know, hospitality isn't one hello and one goodbye and hope for a good meal. Speaking of that, so Danny's written that great book, right? Sure. Where's the Where's the Bill Collins book? Well, you know, first I need to really learn how to punctuate things correctly. You know, I, I spent all my time focusing on the restaurant business. I probably should have spent more time in school. But no, I'm 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 kidding. I, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe one day. Yeah, I, I'd prefer a cookbook. I think it's in there. Well, it could be it. Yeah. All right. So some uh, questions. Um, greatest decision you've ever made in your life? Opening this restaurant. It, it, this was scary for me because. You mean buying it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah but, but buying the taking restaurant, the risk. taking the risk. But uh, you know, I was in the position to do it. I'm, I'm glad I didn't get posed with this decision with like a high-paying job with already having two kids because I may have said no. And so I, I was at the perfect place at the perfect time to to strike. And I'm so happy I did because uh, working for myself and being the leader of my own place is exactly where I want to be. It's exactly what I want to do every day. Nice. Biggest mistake you'd say you ever made in your life? Oh, biggest mistake I ever made in my life. Um, geez, that's that's a tough one when you're so good. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, uh, check, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in business, uh, anything in life, well, anything. Well, it, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it to business. You okay. know, um, you know, for me in the early stages when I worked with Claudio, you know. I, I think, you know, I, I was a young guy and I was still doing a lot of learning on the job, but, but, you know, I think that I always felt like I, I was giving it my all. And I guess maybe you truly don't understand what your all is until you own a business. 
but I know that I had more to give and I think we could have been more successful if I dug a little bit deeper. And, and, and that resonates with me today because, you know, seeing the success of this place, I know I had more. I don't know that I knew how to get it yet right. out of myself, but I know it was well, there. But you didn't have the challenge yet, right? Right. Because well, when it's not yours, there's always that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work as hard as I can, but it's never at the level of entrepreneurship. Right. Right. Because right. you don't have the same risk. It's not sure. your money on the line. It's not sure. your ass on the line. It's not your future on the line. Um, favorite dish you've ever created? Favorite dish I've ever created? Um, here at Center Grill, or so, you might be working on. Sure, sure. I don't think it's one I'm currently where I, I love the new menu I'm about to release. I think it's awesome. But I have a dish that I just absolutely love so much, and it's so simple. And it actually, a form of it is on this next menu I'm doing for the summer. But I take uh, uh, king crab, and I, I uh, just poach it really quickly, and then pull all the meat out. And I saute a simple dish of uh, grilled corn, tomatoes, uh, artich fresh steamed artichoke hearts, a little bit of garlic and shallot. I put a handful of mint in with some red pepper flakes and some of this poached crab meat and a handful of fresh pasta, a little tab of butter. And what you receive in the end is this minty, spicy, sweet, salty, delicious dish that kind of hits. When is this coming? It's, it, it, this will be on the next, okay. next week, next good. week, but we're doing it with shrimp. Uh, but the, the king crab version you and I can have <laughs> oh, okay, and, and, and I'll make it. And I promise you, you're going to be like, right. I get it. I'll bring the wine. Yes. I'll bring the wine. Yes. VGS. Best event you've ever done. Uh, best event I've ever done. So we opened a catering business here shortly after we opened yeah. and uh, we've grown it year over year. And this event, I think, put me on the map. Uh, we catered uh, uh, Dr. Papali's daughter's wedding at the Monticello estate that, that Presley Blake built. <laughs> right. And it was a three-day event, but took seven days start to finish to pull off. Wow. So we did the rehearsal dinner, the, the wedding, which was plated in the middle of a field for 220 people. I have a time-lapse video of it, and it's like... In all honesty, it's like we need, my, to, we need to get clips of that. Yeah, it's it's it, intertwine it in this, okay? It, no problem. That it's, would be awesome. It's like my greatest dinner service yeah, ever yeah, yeah. for I'm being in the sure middle of a field. That. Yeah, and then uh, and then we did a brunch the last day, but it was like two days of setup, two days of breakdown, all that in the middle, and, and you didn't sleep for seven days. No, but it was worth it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It, for a lot of reasons, and what was so cool is is I called a handful of chefs that I've worked with over the course of my career who are maybe on to doing different things, teaching, working in a different industry. And I said, hey, I'm gonna make it worth your while. I need you to come out of retirement with me for a weekend. And so that kitchen was wow. staffed with a whole bunch of executive I mean, chefs wow, from over time, which is really cool. And so uh, so it wasn't like, hey, let's get a busboy and throw him on grill. We set it up to, to succeed and, and it, it wow. was an awesome event. Now that's really entrepreneurial. Cool. It was cool. That is entrepreneurial. Wow, that's great, unbelievable. Um, okay, so other than the restaurant, other than Center Grill, which is you know your life, uh, what are the other areas that you're most excited about in life today? Well, for me, kids is a major factor. Let's talk about um, your kids. My kids are uh, 32 months and 20 months. And I realize that you talk in months when you're a parent of young kids. <laughs> yeah, it's, 32 months and 20 months. Isn't that a year? Yeah, okay. Well, I think it's like in parent code, it's like, are they off the worry list yet? No, they're not. Right. <laughs> so uh, Am I sleeping yet? Yeah, no, yeah, I'm not. No, no, I'm not. But, uh, but they're they're like the greatest reflection of you, right? And, and you know, to, to be teaching these kids things and seeing them come up to you a couple days later and have a conversation with you 
that's meaningful and thoughtful and smart, for me, that's like that, and this is job, what, job and well this done. This is what your bride does, not you, right? I mean, this well, is her skill set. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. I mean, I get home and I cook, and at least they have good palates. Yeah, yeah, yeah they eat well. Yeah. But but so I'm so I'm really excited about that. Um, and how do you balance that? I mean, you and the two of you and the kids and the business. And it's like, tough. Yeah. yeah, it's it's tough. It's it's not easy. But you know what? You have to love each other. But when she's here, you can see she's turned on by it. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. without a doubt. Yeah, and, yeah. and, you know, she's the business, the business for both of us is is exhilarating, you yeah. know, which which is nice. I think, you know, the 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 part that makes us successful is we don't have to talk about it every minute being home together. You know, we can be away from it and yeah. be in the moment together and be in love together if we're on a date or be with our kids together. Right. And we're able to turn it off. Which, How'd you guys meet? Uh, we met in the restaurant business. She was a manager for Claudio's Empire and she, she was uh, managing one of the restaurants. And uh, when we decided to go on the first date, I said, you know, this is a slippery slope because, mm. You know, in the business together. We're in business together here, and uh, you know, if this goes anywhere, you're not going to be able to stay employed with this company. And so, uh, so you know, she wound up leaving the company because she fell in love with me. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> of course, Absolutely. how could you not? No. Absolutely, <laughs> really. All right. So the following questions um, are a tip to a show called Inside the Actor's Studio. Okay. I don't know if you remember the show. I've seen it. James Lipston, uh, being an actor. Uh, I love the questions that he asked, so I want to ask you these questions because I think they just reveal a lot about somebody. So, what's your favorite word? Uh, I don't know if I can say it on this. Yeah, you can say it. Fuck. All right. Yeah. yeah. Good. <laughs> what's your least favorite word? Uh, do, do, payment due now. Payment due. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. What turns you on? Uh, Besides my wife in this business, uh, creating well, you can count those two. Well, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so okay. those two. But, but what else turns me on is uh, is keeping a good circle of friends and maintaining those relationships and yeah. knowing that you know what, when I do tune out for a second, I got a great boys' weekend going on. I can totally get into the moment and enjoy it and and keep those relationships going for a long time. I love that. Yeah. What turns you off? Uh, uh, people who are mean, you know, just that, like people who are rude and, and just you know, don't care for, for more people. It, you know, it can't always be on the take and, and you have to be good to, to people. And it, it drives me crazy when people are bad people. Yeah. Yep. I hate that. Uh, you already said it, your favorite curse word. Fuck. Yeah. What occupation other than this would you absolutely love to have done? You could choose any other occupation. Uh, winemaker. Oh, yeah. Successful winemaker. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. What occupation other than this would you absolutely hate to do? Bus driver. Just seems monotonous. Yeah. I, I don't think I could sit in the seat all day. Yeah. And so, so many of them get stuck on railroad tracks. Yeah. yeah. Maybe because they've had enough. Okay. If heaven exists... What would you like to hear God say when you walk through the pearly gates? That's easy. Finally, my personal chef has arrived. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to have some good wine up there, man. I love it. All right. And last big question is, what's your favorite song? Uh, you know, being a Long Island boy. Yeah. Billy Joel, man. 
you know? Yeah, but New York one? State of Mind. New York baby. State of Mind. Well, New okay. York State of Mind. For those of you who didn't notice this, this is our business in booths jukebox. I'm going to give you this quarter, and you're going to put it into our jukebox and have that plane singing. Oh, I'm in a New York State of Mind. Well, I'm on the Hudson River line Cause I'm in a New York State of Mind Yeah! I can tell you what occupation I'm not gonna do in heaven and that's be the lead singer. I'm not gonna be the backup singer. man. I really appreciate it. Need Always to fun. Make sure that you visit Center Square Grill in East Long Meadow, the center of East Long Meadow. Actually, I like to say since we moved in at the other side of the rotary, people say, Where'd you move? I said, I moved to downtown East Long Meadow. That's right. And people said, I didn't know there was a downtown. There I is said, now. There is now. Yeah. <laughs> it's I love it. Really appreciate it. Thank Thanks you so for much having for your me. time. Yeah. yeah. Cheers. Peace out, everybody, and look forward to our next segment of Business and Booths. If you like this, please let us know on LinkedIn, on Facebook, and make sure you uh, let Bill know how much you appreciate all the hard work that he does. And we'll see you at the bar tonight, I hope. Peace out. Thank you.